Hi, and welcome to Buy, Hold, Sells, This Week in Wall Street History. I'm your host, Todd Schoenberger. The date is Friday, March 4th, 2005, when billionaire business mogul Martha Stewart is released from a federal prison near Alderson, West Virginia, after serving five months for lying about her sale of M-Clone stock in 2001. After her exit from the facility, Stewart flew on a chartered jet from nearby Greenbrier International Airport to New York, where she would serve out her remaining five-month home confinement on her 153-acre Bedford, New York estate. Martha Stewart is one of the few business mavens who could still claim widespread popularity after a highly publicized scandal. She is the founder and former CEO of Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia, Inc., a company with interests in publishing, television, merchandising, electronic commerce, and related international partnerships. However, in the early 2000s, America's most famous homemaker became the center of headlines, speculations, and eventually a federal investigation concerning her stock trading. On December 21, 2001, Martha Stewart sold about 4,000 shares of M-Clone Systems, a company run by her friend, Sam Waxel, that develops cancer therapy drugs. The next day, the company's stock tanked after news broke that M-Clone's newest cancer drug, Herbitux, had been rejected by the FDA. Waxel, who also sold stock before the drug's rejection was made public, was arrested on charges of insider trading and later sentenced to more than seven years in prison. When questioned about her sale of the stock in June 2002, Stewart denied any insider knowledge and said that the stock was sold based on a previously made agreement with her stockbroker, Peter Bakonovic of Merrill Lynch. The next month, Bakonovic was suspended by Merrill Lynch when investigators were unable to confirm such an agreement actually existed. In September 2002, the Department of Justice began to investigate Stewart's stock sale and alleged insider trading. And less than a year later, she was indicted on charges of securities fraud and obstruction of justice and subsequently resigned as chairman and CEO of the company she founded, Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia, though she remained on the company's board. Stewart's trial began in February 2003. Here is a news report from ABC's Barbara Walters. In June... Embroiled in an insider trading scandal, Martha Stewart was charged with conspiracy, obstruction of justice, making false statements, and securities fraud because of a personal stock sale that saved her only a tiny amount of her fortune. Martha, is there any plea deal you would accept? This January, she faces trial, but she has already paid a heavy price. Her once pristine image has been seriously damaged. In the blink of an eye, she has lost control of her company and half her wealth. And if convicted of all charges, Martha Stewart, at age 62, could spend the next 30 years in prison. On Friday, March 5, 2004, Martha Stewart was found guilty on four counts of obstructing justice and lying to investigators. Then on June 17, 2004, a judge sentenced Martha Stewart to five months in prison and two years of supervised release, along with fining her $30,000. Stewart went to prison proclaiming her innocence, which she still maintains to this day. Although Stewart had appealed her sentence and could have waited until her appeal before serving time, she opted to put the ordeal behind her. In 2006, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit in New York upheld Stewart's conviction. Thank you for listening to this chapter of This Week in Wall Street History. 
be sure to check out our other Buy, Hold, Sell episodes on the Evergreen Podcast Network. For Crosscheck Media, I'm Todd Schoenberger. Take care. Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Crosscheck Management. I want you to smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) On any given day in Washington, policy proposals are created, debated, and decimated by tens of thousands of people and organizations working behind the scenes. On 80 Proof Politics, a guest and I will visit a D.C. watering hole and distill the art of advocacy by pulling back the curtain a bit and taking a look at how they play their part in the sausage factory we call our federal government. So if you're at all interested in how the sausage is made, pull up a chair, grab a drink, and join us. After all, what goes better with sausage than a tall, cold one?